Episode one town with a load of cows. <laughs> now you know why we all have beer guts. Rampage movie with <laughs> wait, the rock sounds amazing. What the hell is Project Scorpio on PS4 Pro? Overwatch still sucks. Are bananas gluten free? Question from <laughs> listeners. Beer. Beer. Reach in at your own risk. This is The Loaded Couch. All right, we're back. Episode 110 of The Loaded Couch. I'm Scotch Hound. Pigeon Pele Coo. <laughs> and Celtic Fox. And tonight on The Loaded Couch, uh, we are drinking... Page Watch Stars Love. We're sorry, with what you're drinking. I'm drinking the beer for breakfast by Dogfish Head. Scotchy got me a little excited when he had the black and blue, so I had to go with something Dogfish. I almost bought. I almost bought that tonight. It's pretty good. It's a stout from Milton, Delaware, on the Did website. You find it down by you. Yeah, they have it here. They have red and white, like every other thing except one twenty and black and blue. Okay. Um, it's opaque black with a brown head. What the hell is that noise? And it's seven point four percent alcohol. Opaque black? Yeah, I don't know how that's even possible. Okay. Calc, what are you drinking? Dogfish head. Uh, Namaste white. Namaste. It's their Belgian wit beer. Uh, Milton Delaware. Okay. Cloudy with a chance of rain. And, f- and meatballs? Yep. Meatballs. Meatballs. 4.8% alcohol. All right, myself, I'm drinking the Lupulin River, I think. I thought you said the Poon. From Meaty Brun. <laughs> Yeah, the Punani. Yeah, the Punani River uh, from Deep Brewing Company. It's an Imperial India Pale Ale, or an Imperial IPA, out of Auburn, California. It's golden and 8% alcohol. What makes it Imperial? Uh, I think they buy it from the Prince of India. <laughs> yeah, let me look that up. Hold on, real quick. Sultan. Yep, that's yeah. about right. <laughs> All right, in beer news, a new study suggests having a few beers relieves your pain better than popping some over-the-counter painkillers. Pigeon, what do you think? Uh, Yeah, why do you think I'm like a raging alcoholic now? (laughs) So raising your blood alcohol content uh, to the legal limit of 0.08% or about three or four beers deep elevates your pain threshold significantly. Uh, This was according to a meta-analysis of 18 different studies looking at the effects of different dosages of alcohol on subject pain response. Isn't... Uh, Pigeon. Well, I was going to just say, isn't this like a given? I mean, the more drunk you are, the less shit you feel? Sure, of course. That's why you always have drunk fights. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but there's... uh, I think this says like it's to only like two or three beers. Oh, so So if you go beyond that... Oh, the study... Yeah, so I guess I guess I didn't read the fine print uh, after my back surgeries. Well, yeah, I, I thought, I thought it had become like question. stinking drunk. But yeah, that was my question. Though, how much does uh, like when you go to your doctor or talk to your doctor about your back pain, and he asks you how you're coping. You you tell him, well, I have like you know four or five beers a night. Well, I did tell him that. I said, you know, I'm I'm always in a lot of pain, and it seemed the only thing to help is when I drink beer and get drunk. He's like, well, don't make that a habit. <laughs> well, too late. Like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> if it's working, I'm not going to stop. Hey, it's better than, you know, I don't take the, 
I try not to take the uh, heavy narcotic drugs like right. the Oxycontin and stuff. I mean, I'm not in that much pain. It's more like I need something <laughs> to manage my nerve pain. So like having a few beers is better than taking like, like you said, a Percocet or Oxycodone or Dilaudid or something. So, right. But it, I guess if I take those drugs, I won't have a big giant beer gut. Mm. Well, you know, you can always battle the beer gut with like, uh, you know, your oatmeals and everything else. Well, Still having bad, but then overwhelm the yourself with good, huh? What? Oh, just just raw oatmeal, no water. Just eat it raw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Completely soak like up all, all, all that, that powder food. and dust and shit. What kind of cookies you eating? Oatmeal without everything but oatmeal. <laughs> without the butter, the sugar, the lard, it's like, the brown sugar. So good. <laughs> <laughs> gonna make you we're gonna do a contest for you with that on the cast where you have to eat a handful of that and then try to whistle <laughs> that's like the, i'll have uh, to do it outside though. what's that one challenge how many crackers isn't it like 10 crackers mm, yeah that's racist All right. uh bacardi canada has recalled thousands of bottles of bombay sapphire gin after an error in the bottling process left the liquor nearly twice as potent as it was supposed to be yeah i'll be sure to hand that one in Right. The uh, the London dry gin was labeled as 40% alcohol by volume or 80 proof, but this batch wasn't uh, properly diluted. Uh, so it was at 77%, a whopping 154 proof. So you run a car <laughs> off. All bottles were sold so, in Canada. Also Dang. known as gasoline. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> That's the Kentucky moonshine. Do not consume around a, an open flame. <laughs> I know somebody who actually makes 154 proof who lives right next door to a meth lab. Nice. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, damn. My mother-in-law drinks they... drinks this gin. <laughs> <laughs> but she doesn't live in Canada. So. Does, she, does she drink it neat or on the rocks? She drinks it with uh, diet tonic. Diet tonic? Okay. Uh, I didn't know tonic <laughs> could be non-diet. Why the hell does it have to be diet? Because she doesn't want to pack on the weight. Oh yeah, the tonic's gonna do that to you. <laughs> I thought it's yeah, so tonic has a lot of uh, doesn't tonic gin. have sugars in it? I don't. I didn't know it did. <laughs> With 154 proof gin, you're not drinking that much sugar, are you? <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> Unless she's really putting them away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You never know. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> all right, so movie talk. Uh, Kel, let's start with you. Since you're all over the board uh, lately with yeah, your since, uh, movies watching, uh, yeah, since you like to, like don't like to fill in notes, <laughs> <laughs> that's because I didn't watch a movie this week. Not at all. Nah, I didn't. What? No, nah, I didn't watch anything. Did you? you he spent his uh, he spent his Xbox Pirate? Live movies on cafe food. <laughs> you didn't even watch uh, Billy the Kid the Pirate. No, nope. Okay. Yeah, you didn't watch that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Pidge, what'd you watch? What do you want? I watched um, Major League with Charlie Sheen, file thing. Right. The original, uh, the first one. And then I watched half of Independence Day Resurgence. Oh, uh, the newest one. Yeah, the newest one. Yeah, I caught a couple Just minutes safe. of it. I, what did you think of it? Eh. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, the first one set the bar. I mean, this one, it's just like... I don't know. How many ferns? Too too much. It's a lot of cheese. How many ferns? 
Um, how many nah, how many ferns would I give? It? I, I can't, yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, how many dumb. beer guts would you give it? Uh, let's see. I was what three beers deep, so maybe a three to three deeper. Three deeper. <laughs> yeah, I, I was passing out towards the end. I didn't understand what was going on. Okay. Now this is one that they um they digitally remastered Arnold, right? Arnold. <laughs> Oh, sorry. This is interesting. <laughs> um, sorry. That Thank one's going in the highlight reel, folks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, if, if okay. we're counting partial movies, I saw um, a couple minutes of this movie called Don't. Is that the one with Charlie Chaplin? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, which partial movie did you watch? Uh, Don't Breathe. Did you guys see the previews for this one? Oh, yeah. It looks good. Yeah, it's where these yeah. kids are like robbing joints and uh, they go and rob this guy who's blind. And he basically like. Kills. They show it right in the trailer. He kills one of them, and then he like holds people hostage in his house or tortures them. Spoiler oh, okay. alert! Yeah, I didn't no, see I that did trailer. See that. Yeah, so I did. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah, I saw some of it. Okay. It's good. I, I'm going to try and give that one a full shot. Right. Okay. Uh, myself, I watched uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. You saw that in theaters, didn't you? No, no, we hadn't seen that. Uh, Whiskers got it for me for. Uh, what the heck did you get that for me for? Your dating anniversary. Probably. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly right, bitch. Thank you. <laughs> Come on, now that uh, was more a gift for her. <laughs> no, no, she got the gift for her, um, which was the, uh, the little um, yarn character from uh, oh, Unraveled. Unraveled, yeah. Yeah, uh, and uh, we do have a, I think, a digital code for that um, that we might be able to give away to. Oh, nice. Uh, all right. So anyway, uh, the, the movie was great. Uh, I thought. Um, I know it was getting some kind of uh, not so good reviews. I thought. Yeah. But uh, I, I appreciated it. I thought it was a decent storyline. It didn't like drag. There wasn't like any like bad lulls in it. That it was like, okay, come on. It's a hard movie to you know stand against or compare against that whole you know Harry Potter anthology or whatever you want to call it. I mean. I wasn't even trying to compete it against that. It was like I didn't think it was in the same realm. To be honest, I I saw it as a complete standalone. Yeah, it was. Re- I mean, they made some references to Harry Potter in the movie, but yeah, it was good though. I, I, I liked it. I yeah. thought it was decent. I did How one was thing, um, the Danish girl in it? Sorry. How was the Danish girl in it? Uh, is that the blonde? It's uh oh. the main guy. The the guy he he plays the oh, Newt. Yes. Yeah. What the heck is his name? Newt Magoot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Newt Scamander. Uh, what the heck is the Newt, acronym? Yeah, Newt Salamander. It's Eddie Headmane or something. Uh, Redmane. Yeah, yeah. That, his acting. I was talking to Whiskers about it. I don't know if it's he just always kind of has that kind of sheepish acting face. He's British. Yeah. No, you mean you oh, you want to see him like in a boxing movie where he kicks ass? <laughs> no, definitely yeah. not. <laughs> It'd be like badass uh, the prequel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, moving on in the movie news, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Pigeon's favorite man in the world, mm-hmm. has revealed the plot for his Rampage movie. It's going to sound awesome. Revealing some uh, alterations to the original there you, game's there you go. setup. Hmm. No, I just, I'm alterations to the original game setup. All right, so the original game was uh, you were either the monkey or the lizard, right? You can't and run and you climb uh, up the buildings and try to knock them down. There was a wolf, too. No, oh, that's right. It was that's like right. a Godzilla game, basically. Yeah, right. But it was just uh, how many buildings you can knock down. Because what would it, uh, the army would come in and they'd just yeah. start shooting at you? Mm-hmm. Airplanes yeah. would come by and stuff like that. You could grab a hold of them and yeah, eat them, and then you breathe fire if you did or something. Yeah, it's Godzilla the game. 
Right. Anyway, so uh, he says, quote, uh, I head up an anti-poaching unit uh, out of Rwanda. Johnson wrote uh, of his character, uh, quote, my best friend is a rare albino gorilla named George. Sounds so Pigeon. good. Uh, very bad people infect George, uh, an alligator and a wolf with, oh, George, an alligator and a wolf with a serum. All three animals grow up to an unprecedented, or grow up at an unprecedented rate. Their size, speed, agility, and violent aggression is off the charts. Uh, they go on a de- deadly rampage and want to destroy the world. George, not happy. Me, not happy. When animals like you, uh, they they lick you. Okay. Uh, when they don't like you, they kill you. I will hunt down the bad people who did this to my best friend. Sounds amazing. I I'm I honestly I have a hard time believing he's like endorsing something like this. I don't I I just don't see I don't see how it's going to do well. Sorry, they, they go, they're going to have to make up a story that makes you care about this gorilla. It, it, it just seems like too many characters involved. Like it, even if you took one of them and you just turned it into a Godzilla movie, it would be a hard stretch to. This is why Kelk doesn't like GTA. There's too many characters involved in the storyline. I, I just yeah. What does he know? It's not like he has his own podcast re- movie review. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm really I'm more excited to see his Jumanji and his Baywatch than check this out. Yeah, of course. He wants to see him in a swimsuit. Come on. My my man man crush. (laughs) I was crushing on him. I don't know, man. The game was good. I mean, we talked about it last week, too, didn't we? The game? Yeah, Rampage. Um, I don't know. We could brought it up saying that we couldn't save it and you had to leave the Nintendo console and stuff on. Never mind. Anyway. Must have been that uh, other show you were hosting without us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Jackasses>. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. So, uh, yeah, the three characters. in the, yeah, Again, they're going to have to create some love story about these characters. What do you think? To make you yeah. enjoy the fact that they're yeah. killing people and knocking buildings down. Yeah, I know I what you're saying. Wrong. that You just you they want you got to get attached to the characters to really give two shits about what they're going through. And I just. Right. Otherwise, you're going to be sitting there rooting for the military or whoever comes in trying to shoot. Yeah, and kill I, mean, I just no, no think way. it's going to fall flat. Okay. Don't do it, Dwayne. Don't do it. Now, is Dwayne going to play the um, the huge gorilla character? He could be, probably play all of them. He's that good in that <laughs> range. <laughs> all right, moving on to the TV talk. Bidge, what'd you watch? I watched more Catfish. I also watched season two of Little Big Shots. <laughs> okay. Little Big Shot. Kelk, where have you been on that? Is that the um, the one hosted by Steve, Steve Harvey. Harvey? Okay. Yeah, my dad watches that. He likes that. The mayor does? Yeah. Oh, well, of course it's good then. Yeah. <laughs> you watch season one, but you don't watch it now? I, I guess I, you hate your son. I, I, I also watched... I catch little bits of it. It's not that good. Whatever. I also watched the first episode of season six of Homeland. How is that? That Now, that's... They did a, oh, that they show did a, is so good. Well, they did away with the whole Middle East thing, right? And they went... Didn't they like pull back from the whole Middle East thing? Because well, they were, yeah, they were in America. Then they went to the Middle East. 
then they pulled back. And I think I don't know where they went. I thought this one was like Germany was or Berlin, in Europe, yeah, Germany or something like that. Yeah, it was something. I, I wanted to say Germany, but I wasn't I'm not sh- entirely sure. And then it went. Uh, I think it's back in the states now. Okay. Yeah. But oh man, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. My wife binged. I think first four seasons, four seasons, all the same five. cast. Yeah, it keeps keeps everybody the same, from what I know. Yeah, for most, yeah, most, yeah, all the cast, but except you know when people get you know killed off or killed something. Off. Yeah, 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 okay. It's not like a twenty four thing where it kind of changes here and there. No, like the new twenty four, I think even changed like the main character. It's a really good show to give you some. I, I don't know how accurate and true, but it gives you a good idea of what the hell the CIA goes through. You know, oh, yeah. like all the the black shadow shit that they do. Speaking mm-hmm. of shadow, Calc, what'd you watch? Uh, I watched the, that new series, American Gods. Uh, you and me both. It's uh, it's on Stars, and I heard it's crazy. It has now, the only thing cal- crazy is Calc's girlfriend, Bella Quist. Uh, which one? The Love Guns. Oh God. Um. So yeah, it's got a little bit of a what would you say, three hundred meets Sin City type of feel to it. So if you like the movie Sin City and that like intense, okay, and, I could see that with like the coloring and yeah, the the intense like fast paced three hundred shots that then slow down and show the gore and stuff. Right, right. If, if you're into those two movies and sprinkle some Legion from FX in there as like a total mind fuck, uh, then this show's right up your alley. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Jeez. You're not giving you're, you're kind of really narrowing that it's, down to a selection. It's kind of like The Walking Dead meets uh My Little Pony with a little sprinkle of uh Iron Chef. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I if you wanna okay. yeah. you might be on to something there, man. Yeah, so and a little and if you want to get a mind fuck, it's Fraggle Rock. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my high level fern review. But no, it's uh, it's good. I didn't Captain Planet. I didn't check out the second episode yet. I have to catch up and watch that one. Okay, yeah, we did. We watched uh, the first and second episode already. So yeah, I won't tell you anything to spoil it. But it is good. We're enjoying it. Um, again, you, you do you should know some background if if you're. I, I'm not going to say to just go into it completely blind. Um, maybe just do a little bit of research online about the backstory. This way you're kind of not lost in the sauce when you go to watch the show. We were totally lost in the sauce. Right. It's based on a book, right? Yeah, bestseller, I think. It's, yeah. Um, I, I also watched uh, White Collar. Uh, still just binging that again. And um, I've been watching Twitch. Uh, a lot of that. Got to do Beam. Get what? your points. No. What game? Uh, what game? Uh, he was playing the new Forza Horizons 3 uh, with the Hot Wheels um, DLC, oh, nice. which looked really good. It looked, yeah. just looks, it looks Which awesome. is part of the season pass, I think. Okay. It is part of the season it, now, pass. But, um, yeah, like Kelk said, you should do Beam so you can get your points. We should check up on uh, that, though, because I thought Blizzard Mountain and the Hot Wheels were p- separate DLCs, like not part of the pass. I thought the pass was only the I'll, I'll take pass. a look. I'll look it up. Right, right. Uh, yeah, and he was playing um, some uh, Hitman and Mario Kart 8, of course, on this uh, Switch. What the hell else was the other one he was playing? He was playing GTA, yeah, whatever. Anyway, all right, in TV news, HBO announced on Wednesday that four spin off series relating uh, Game of Thrones are on the way. Now, this is a quote We've closed deals on four very talented writers. Uh, to each explore different time periods of George R. R. Martin's vast and rich universe. 
uh, HBO said in a statement. Uh, quote, uh, there is no set timetable for these projects. Uh, we'll take as much or as little time as the writers need. And as with all our development, we will evaluate what we have when the scripts are in. End quote. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the good part about this is there's no rush, but I think it's a bad idea. There's a rush. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's a bad idea to try and spin it four different ways. I mean, I could see. No, I don't know. That, I mean, if they go like different characters. Maybe like when they end season seven, I think that's the last season. When they end season, because it's what, season six now, and then it's seven? Or is this the last season? There's two seasons coming. Yeah, I mean, the one left, I Right. Okay, so maybe when they end season seven, they'll have like four different characters that are going to go their own separate ways. Well, I was going to say they could almost do the great houses and the backstories there if they wanted to. You could, you could almost do a whole a Stark backstory with like Ned going to war with Robert, and even do the Robert backstory if you wanted, and then do the uh, the Lannister backstory where the kids are born and kind of raised, yeah, and kind of their upbringing as children and stuff. Yeah, no, you you, you could. I mean, you could, could take each house and do a series, but that I, I don't know. I mean, I think that's kind of milking the cow a little excessively. But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it could be. I mean, they could even do a backstory of like the original, uh, you know, Walker um, defense as to why they had to build the Great Wall. Hey, well, th- that's a good question. Then, do you think that doing something like this or even more, because they, maybe they're going to do more stuff? Do you think they can actually hurt? the franchise by overdoing stuff yeah you'll get people who are just like okay this isn't anything like what george originally came up with and we're just not going to do it but i think there's a lot of people out there that just like the story more so than they like the actual written books Mm -hmm. that they're just in for whatever that is to offer as long as the quality is still there but i mean the story that george originally came up with too is going to be hard to beat even if they make it into a show yeah i mean you you gotta think majority of the people haven't read the books yeah yeah, exactly. Whiskers is uh, feeding me and saying that George has the Duncan Egg. The Duncan Egg uh, series. Uh, like, trilogy. Which is what? Which is like... Um, Duncan the, Egg, I'm uh, hungry for a donut. Eamon the Fifth and uh, his squire, uh, Duncan. Eamon the Fifth and his squire, Duncan the Tall. The Tall. Set in the Westeros universe. Okay, set in Westeros and stuff like that, so... I mean, George has other things that are kind of spinoffs as well, or at least some yeah, other like stories that he's kind the, of worked uh, Tarkarian, off of. Um, Tarkarian dynasty and stuff that you can kind of go off of. Yeah. I just wonder if you can cause too much, you know, if you can eventually cause harm to a franchise by, you know, it just, it's the old wear. I think you can super saturate the damn stories, you know, or like you said, the franchise, you know, to the point where it's just, there's too much. Yeah. But if they take their time. Well, and, so, and some things should just be left to the book, you know? True. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, there's enough demand out there, too, with especially with the uh, timetable that he's kind of on right now with writing the books. Yeah. Yep. That it could just be a good filler. I don't know. Anyway, Pigeon's kind of out of it now. All right. Uh, n- another TV story. Adult-rated Deadpool animated TV show. Uh, is greenlit for FXX. Yeah, I guess this is produced the same. By Donald Glover. Or, as Pigeon would say, Danny Glover. Yeah. Uh, Lando Calrissian. <laughs> it's uh, the same channel, I guess, FXX is what Archer's on, right? Yeah. yeah. So Yeah, it's the adult version of FX. Yeah. So they're basically going to do a animated Deadpool. Get too old for this shit. 
hopefully, uh, hopefully, <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> hopefully, it's uh, it'll it'll be good. It'll be funny like the movie. But do you? I have my reservations. Do you think? Um, will they push it further than they do with Archer, or do you think it'll be right around that same caliber of raunchiness? I think right around the same. Yeah. My my question is going to be, what animation style do you think they're going to go with? Uh, I I mean, they could try and go for something kind of similar to Archer, but it, it could very well just end up looking like a uh, your typical Marvel or Warner yeah, Warner Brothers mini movies that are done like on you know on Netflix and stuff yeah. like that. What if they went more um, comic booky, where it actually was done in like um, it's hard to animate that slides, but. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like animated frames. Uh, right. Now, nah, going that whole comic book feels really tough because it's hard to animate all those lines. It's just easier mm-hmm. to keep simple line work. Right, right, right. All right, all right Pidge. Since you're so excited this episode, uh, what do you think about your beer? Uh, it's a yay for me. Um. I didn't like it as much as I did the first time, but uh, I'm actually enjoying it this time. So this beer is just like has its ups and downs. The first time you didn't like it, no. The first time I loved it a lot. The first time I loved it a lot because I was drunk. The second time I didn't like it as much because I wasn't as drunk. But this now I'm drinking it now. It's my first beer, and it's actually pretty tasty. So it's got a it's got a berry. Yeah, it's a four pack. Okay. So it's kind of it kind of like fluctuates with what you know. You have one of these with breakfast. I can't have beer at breakfast. I just can't. I can oh, have soda. Style, isn't it? Yeah, I can have yeah, because there's you know, pork roll on it. Hey, I was reading up on that, uh remember last episode I had that cherry goss from Southern Tier? Yeah. They were saying one of its food pairings was eggs benedict. It it's it's like a uh a real <sighs> spritzy almost like uh breakfast champagne to have. Mm, good. Okay. Yeah, you do that to let me know if you're on the shitter right after it. <laughs> All right, Kelk, yeah, your name, your uh, beer. That's a yay for me. Uh, Dogfish Head really doesn't make bad beer. I mean, their stuff's really good. Um, and it's and a food pairing? Give me something summertime grill, I guess. Okay, sausage. So you want to eat an entire grill, like a Kielbasa? Weber grill? No, no, surprise me. Uh, I'm not going to say fit. Kielbasa? No, nah, kielbasa. Uh, no, nah, I don't think. How about a hot dog? Yeah, I, I could do a hot dog. Mustard and onions? Mm, with the whip beer, I'd say definitely mustard uh, over the ketchup. Kraut? Mm, yeah, kraut would go good with it, too. Okay. I love how Scotchy has to put words in your mouth. Yeah, Can you yeah, do your own food you jerk? <laughs> no, I just said, I mean, hot dog's a good idea. I definitely hot wouldn't dog? do ketchup with it. it Hunk of your dog shit? But uh, it's... Crap. Yeah, yeah, if you put it on a good bun, you know, that could be all right. And a little bit of your back hair? Pe- and that sounds good? <laughs> peppercorns and Yeah, that sounds pretty good, so yeah. The mustard. Nice, eh? Yeah, yeah, as, lo- as long as it's grilled. Yeah, my hair, burnt <laughs> hair and uh, my dog shit. That's real good. <laughs> as long as it's on the grill. All right, and myself, uh, I'm a yay on my Imperial uh, IPA. It's uh, it's tasty. It's I think I wrote my review on Untapped as being uh, crisp. Um, it's not overly bitey. Um, and it has a nice smooth finish to it, so it's good. Nice. All right, uh, let's grab another. I'm just going to keep going with my big bottle here, but I know the others I think need, uh, need more. Right, Pitch? Yep. Yes. I and we'll be back with Let's Talk Games. For more from the Loda Couch, check us out on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. If you like me and would like to follow me, 
on Twitter at Pigeon Pegleg and also on Twitch, Pigeon Pegleg. Pigeon Pegleg. Hey, this is Scott Chound. If you want to hear more from me, you can check me out on Twitter at ScottChound underscore LC or on Twitch at ScottChound. All right, everybody, let's talk <gasps> games. Games. <laughs> Sounds like me earlier tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on the dumper. Uh, Calc, what are you drinking? Uh, beer number two of the Namaste White from Dogfish Head. Don't let them fool you. It's the first one still. <laughs> Prove it. Uh, it is still my first one of the uh, Lupulin, Lupulin River from Knee Deep Brewing. Um, Perial IPA out of Auburn, California at 8% alcohol. Pidge, did you change it up? I did. I am drinking the Aventinus. Well, according to the website, it doesn't have that beer, but it's also labeled under Schneider Weiss Unser Aventinus Tap 6. That's not what it mm. says on the bottle. Okay. It's from the Weiss's Brawlhouse G Schneider and Son. Nice. It's from the German. It's the German. On the bottle, it says it's a wheat double bock, but on the website, it says it's a Weizenbach. No, yeah. I guess Weizen's wheat. Wheat, yeah. Yeah. In the uh, German. Who's a German? It's Zuck Brown and 8.2% alcohol. Okay. You just had to uh, two up me, didn't you? Yeah, and I don't know. Point man. two up me. German beers, I tell you. The German. Fucking, oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, Cal, why don't you tell us what you played this past week? Um, So I picked. Or what you're addicted what to. I'm addicted to. I picked up. Uh, this and the sequel recently for us on the Loda Couch account. So I got into Dishonored, uh, the first one. Uh, Not to toot your own horn or anything, yeah, right? No. Uh, <laughs> I now He's taking advantage refresh of my memory. Game. Did Dishonored one get any awards? Was that like up for Game of the Year or anything? Yes. Yes. Okay. It yes. is very good. Um, I. You like the art style too, I don't like you? I like the art style a lot. It it almost has a uh, not that I've played it, but it has kind of a sea of thieves feel to it. It's got like that painterly feel. Um, it's first person. Uh, it is a I guess you would say a thief style game that takes place in an alternate steampunk type of uh, world, and it involves like a murder mystery. So that's all I'll really give away on it. Um. Now, when you say a thief, uh, well, you can play. You can much? play the game. It, it has a little Bioshock esque feel to it. Um, okay. well, you can go in guns can, blazing. Yeah, you, you can go in and be a total Rambo, like anything that moves, you slice and kill. Um, or you can go in, and I think there's a chivo for beating the game without being detected. Uh, but I th- oh, forget. I that. think. I don't know if it like do you have to pick up bodies and move them yes, and hide them. You do. Um, so basically, I don't. I can't. Ain't nobody got time for that. I don't remember if it tells you in the opening or where I've heard it, but basically, the more Rambo style you play, where you kill people, it uh, increases the difficulty by creating more rats in the game. So basically, the game revolves around a very bad like black plague that break breaks out and it has to do with you know rats and stuff in the sewers why is it gonna be black? so the more bodies you kill and leave the the more you add to the violence of the world around you so it's almost like an incentive not to kill people or if you do kill them make sure you dispo- dispose dispose uh. of the bodies 
because at, okay now is there something to hide the bodies in or is it just kind of hiding it behind a box place no, there's places there's dumpsters you can throw i throw a lot of bodies into the river um you, okay you sick bastard <laughs> if, when you lob their head we drink well, that when water. you lob their heads off you got to make sure you pick the head up too because you can mm. discard the head also um yeah because at the end of each at Butcher. the end of each mission it tells you how many bodies you've killed and how many were discovered so that, okay. that again that adds to the engine of the, the world and causes more chaos it it actually tells you what the chaos level of the world is also. Um, and all that said, it's, it involves uh, a little bit of magic. It has weapon upgrades, armor upgrades. Uh, a beating heart in your hand. Heart. Uh, I highly, highly recommend the game. If you're into that type of slower paced... I mean, again, you can play as Rambo, but if you're into the more, a little more methodical, slower... Trying to appeal to uh, pigeons, uh, worst side there. <laughs> um, I, now this game is developed by Arcane Studios, who is make who made Prey, exactly. right? Exactly. Yep they they are published by Bethesda. Did do Dishonored yes. too? Or is that a different they're, studio? They're published by Bethesda, but Arcane made Dishonored, Dishonored Two, and now Prey. Um, nice. Yeah. You got to pray. So, yeah, I highly recommend it if you get a little free time on a weekend or something, play it. Pitch, what'd you play? Uh, we played Overwatch. Uh, you and I did with uh, Space Flans, but I don't think Kelk. Was, I think Kelk played one night. Um, and I also started playing Shadow of Mordor, Game of the Year edition. Okay. That game, like I said, you just you have your main mission, and on the way there, there's about it's not even like side quests. It's just like free this person or kill this boss kill this captain so you can get more XP and become, you know, a better warrior. A lot of those, it's just a lot like, of those little side quest things, don't they contribute to that nemesis system? Yeah, like, for instance, I like I said, I encountered one boss and as I was fighting, like right off the bat, and I had no business fighting this guy. It took me forever <laughs> to get his health half down. And all of a sudden, there's like another... Another captain comes in. And he's like, "Oh, you did. You can take me." I'm like, yeah, but, uh. and then then you're fighting him and his posse and the other guy and his posse. And then a, a third captain came in with his posse. So I'm there like smashing like Batman, you know, with that like parry system and that yeah. evade system. It's just like you just get entrenched in it. And I'm just, I mean, even though you're just smashing buttons, it's gratifying because it's like a different parry or, or a different way to slice the sword. Mm. And it's just like I died, and then the guy gets promoted and stuff, and, and then he gets harder to so fight. So you think it's safe to say but, that we, the consensus is that we have a really big backlog of games? No, I think we need more. <laughs> <laughs> he can't get enough. When's that E3 sale? <laughs> uh, it's coming. Uh, myself, I played Mario Run. Uh, oh, yeah, because that. you got a new phone, right? What'd you get? I did. I did. I got a uh, i7. Ooh, see you later, Windows Phone. <laughs> Him and I both jump ship. ship. That's right. I'm going oh, yeah. to go to Windows Phone when they have the uh, Surface Phone come out this month, this year. I also played uh, some GTA uh, Online, GTA 5 Online. I uh, did some of the races. Um, they actually have this really cool. It's actually a real-life vehicle. It's the four-wheeler that can turn into a jet ski. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's... The Did wheels you, like fold up into it and then come back. Yeah, but down payment on that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but uh, that's it was a lot of fun. Those races were actually pretty cool because uh, you know it, it gets into the timing of when you 
raise the wheels or bring them back down for the little tiny slowdowns on the entrances into the water, you know, coming back out of the water again too. So it, it's fun. It's a good time. I enjoy this. I also played with the watches Pigeon said, and I also downloaded me Tomo. So are you, uh, like you, you like a giddy uh, boy at Christmas with all these apps now? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. All the and ones don't forget the free app of the like week. Three years ago that I'm finally like, yeah, I can play them now. Yay. Don't forget every every week there's a free app of the week. Just download it and delete it. You'll have it forever. Mm. <laughs> it's usually pretty good games, though. I also like that I can get a PS uh, store on here and just do all the downloads through there for my yep. free games. Uh, PS oh, yeah. Plus games. It's amazing. Yeah. All right. Speaking of Sony news, uh, The Verge releases an article. Most people, most people, most people have never heard of PS4 Pro or Project Scorpio. What? <laughs> uh, this is very interesting. All right, for Microsoft's Project Scorpio and Sony's already released PS4 Pro, the numbers are neither all that stellar uh, nor all that surprising. According to the study, just 14% of gamers over the age of 13 have ever heard of Project Scorpio, while just 27% have heard of the PS4 Pro. Uh, the figures are far less for the general population. Uh, when it comes to purchasing those devices, just 15% of gamers said they're interested in buying Sony's new console, while just 13% said, Scorpio, or said Project Scorpio is on their prospective buy list. Yeah, their there's sample, I guess, was like 2,000 people. So. 2,000 people. Making excuses. Thirteen and older. Thirteen and older, but it's I don't know. I guess maybe where's that older goat? Well, I still think the I I don't know what the numbers would be, but a majority of the gaming audience I feel is still in that over thirty year old bracket. Right, and a lot of them are kind of a little bit more thrifty with their money. Well, I just. Where yeah, like, or they uh, want the console for free as this generation yeah, exactly is. i think i think they're just yeah. very like we want this and we don't want to pay a lot for it type four hundred dollars for the ps4 pro it should be like a hundred yeah, bucks well i'm just thinking and how five how free games we get the ps4 pro or the ps4 and the xbox one there this this fall will be year four i think it's yes. still too soon, I think. I think that's the big problem. People are like, my Xbox One and PS4 are just finally breaking in. You just got spoiled with 360, didn't you? That's what I'm saying, man. It's like, <laughs> I mean, there's a bunch of kids that I talk to at that 13 years of age that are still just finishing up their 360 yeah, gameplay and now moving the, into Xbox One. They were One. never part of the early generations of the set. The yeah, they're poor. The you got poor friends. No, the Sega's and Nintendo's yeah. all that. Those were like four to five year lifespans. Yeah, Nintendo usually was like a four to five year. This just this Wii, this uh, the the Wii U was just uh, kind of like uh, I don't know what you call it anomaly. Just an odd, yeah, an anomaly because it was what four years, not even. Oh, the Wii U. Yeah. Right. Anyway, all right. So a game developers conference survey conducted earlier this year indicates that sentiment uh, of uneasiness is prevalent in the industry. Yeah, and I, th- and I think this goes with Scotty's, you know, comment from a little earlier. He he thinks it's just too early. Uh, the survey asked the game makers how they felt about mid-cycle console upgrades, and 41% said they were undecided on the benefits. Only 18% were on board with the idea, while 33% said they were neutral, and 5% said the arrival of new consoles just three years after the last <laughs> generation jump as strictly negative. Yeah. <laughs> 
was it like sixty percent of the time it works forty percent of the time or something like that? Yeah, exactly. With Sex Panther from Anchorman. <laughs> <laughs> so many numbers thrown out there. It's so just, to wrap it all up, though, I think it's safe to say. Wrap it up from real what quick. What they've been trying to say from day one, at least on the Microsoft side, is the Scorpio is for the game enthusiast. It's for the people that want the best of the best in the. Because the PS4 is for the people who don't care about video games. <laughs> right? It's for the general public. I'm waiting for a calc's excuse. PS4 Pro is not for the games. It's just for people who just want something. They want a slight move. No, it's for those media whores that have to have the best electronics ever. Well, it Always. was the best before Scorpio was announced. <laughs> Scorpio then... was announced before the PS4 Pro. It's true. No, it wasn't, was it really? Yeah. Yeah, because remember they came out real early with the announcement oh, they, of they it. Were... They didn't give money specs and stuff of it, but they just said it was going to be great and proposed to have that many teraflops. And then it was just kind of like, hmm. I can't wait for the Pro Pro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, again, I think I think that six year almost has to be like the point. Yeah, great. I think once you hit that five to six year on a console age, then you're like, All right, you know, it's been a while since I I'll, spent five hundred bucks. I can spend five hundred bucks I again. Think six years are crazy. Mm. All right, uh, Farpoint PSVR game release on the sixteenth. It will release. Sorry, on the sixteenth yeah, of May. It's like a day after this. Uh, gets after we release this episode. Uh, if this succeeds in its story and appeal. Uh, this could pave the way for more VR titles and make VR a success. What do you think? I don't know. Do you, if you guys check out the link I put in the notes, it actually comes. I think you can get it with the duck hunt gun. Really? For what reason? Why no, what was the matter with the Sega gun? <laughs> it's so much cooler. Looking. It was a little more streamlined, wasn't it? What do you mean this Sega, Sega gun? The Sega Master System gun was like very. A- Same as the duck you know, hunt. Was very gun. angular. No, the duck not. hunt one had rounded edges. Yeah, the Sega Master System one almost had like a um, uh, shit. What's that new trailer you just sent me the other day? Twenty forty nine. Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Yeah, it almost had like a Blade Runner esque type of look to it, with like you said, the straight lines and shit, like yeah, a the, phaser. The Duck Hunt one like was that. a little yeah. bit more Destiny, like very, like kind of had that classic feel. You, know, you, you might, you might even be able to go Borderlands yeah, with true. it. True. There you go. Especially once they came out with that red version on the gray. Well, then, then you right away you know which one is Pigeon's favorite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and it's also in Splatoon. Does any of Zapper? Yes. Yeah. Um, um yeah, it's bundled with a plastic toy that you put the little the uh, ball dildo in. Yeah, I mean the it, it looks cool. It looks like it has it looks what? like it has potential, but you know I, I still think VR. And I know Scott use a hard sell on VR also. Um, I am too. I'm not. Yeah. I have, I'm. I'm, I'm no for business. AR. DRM. Well, let, let me yeah. ask this question because I can't really. HoloLens is on pre-orders in Japan. Are you going to no, reserve it? He's going to get HoloLens before any of us, I think. <laughs> um, having played Sea of Thieves, both of you. Uh, I can't confirm nor deny. Yeah, I don't know what you're if talking you, about. If you were able to play that in VR, would that be exciting? Uh-uh. That would be pretty cool. No. It'd be completely immersed in that. I mean, Pigeon wasn't. Well, you know, he was. It took you a little while to get into the. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Nicole was, uh, yeah, she was like, 
um, how are you playing this? She's like, I'm getting seasick just watching, and you're actually moving the character around. I'm like, mm, yeah, doesn't bother me. The VR headset, yeah, there'd not... be some Ralphin for sure, but mm. I don't know. I think yeah, you need that know. actual shift of the inner ear fluid to. to yeah, get I, it. I just it's one of those if the right game comes out, you know, could could VR? Right. I, the, the PSVR, the they have a tank battle game which looked pretty cool. Um, I definitely want to try it out. Oh, what, Rigs? Not the Rigs one. There was one that was like a remake of the old arcade Atari type of, uh, what the hell was it called? Battle, Battle, Battle Zone? Zone? Yes, Battle Zone. Yeah. It looked pretty awesome. Um, I mean, I, I definitely want to give VR a chance. Uh, I'm just wondering what game is it going to take to make it succeed? Hmm. Microsoft yeah. News. Xbox head Phil Spencer took on Did you just on the same thing? I was just going to say, I just, I don't see this generation VR taken off. I can see the next iteration of VR being more mainstream. Still just too bulky. Yeah, it's too bulky. Maybe it's just like something you can plug into your controller, like a headset or something. You know? Do you think it needs to be like that total environment thing? Like you have the, what was that one that they showed? The little, um, it looked like an exercise machine where you could run, but there was like all wheels. Oh, like the Omnitrack or something? Yeah. I forget, yeah. Do you think it needs to be completely in that realm of where if you're going to be completely immersed with your eyes, your body needs to be doing it too? No, I don't think so. I just, maybe it's, yeah, maybe I'm just biased. I just, I just don't see VR. Like I said, this, this iteration, I think the next iteration, it might take off. I think we need a homework (laughs) assignment. I think we need to try it out. I've, I've already, I've already got it lined up. I I got a place by a Scotchy and I can go. I don't know what you got by you. Just find a Microsoft store. Let me know when you get conjunctivitis. <laughs> Pink eye. All right. Um, Xbox head Phil Spencer took to Twitter to comment on a question regarding the launch date of Microsoft's Project Scorpio. The, quote, schedule looks good right now, Spencer tweeted. Uh, quote, no issues. Jeez. Very, very good. No issues. So, uh, question, Calc, just PR uh, being PC? Or is this meaning an earlier than expected release? I think we talked about it on our E3 uh, prediction episode, and I think, Pigeon, you kind of echoed the thought, too. I, I'm i ready. No, not echoed it. I said well, it. Okay, then I echoed your thought. He's <laughs> called it for points. <laughs> I yeah. echoed your point. Uh, I, th- I think Scorpio <laughs> is announced price and release date at E3, and I think it is available in the beginning of October. I don't think it'll be a late... I don't think I it'll think, be late November. It could even be September at the tail end. It's going. It's going to be September, but I think. I don't think he should be saying this. I, mean, I think he's just being PC. But if I don't if like I'm that not, he threw the right now at the end of it. Yeah, if I'm if you know I'm not the one to give advice, but if I was to give advice to Phil Spencer, I would tell him to just play it off like it's going to be towards you know holiday 2017. Anything sooner that. Is just icing on the lift cake. The, uh, lift the case on stage at E3 and the. Yeah, because if yeah, and the price and the date, and if if you say that okay, it's it's on schedule right now, and if it's something later than what everyone is expecting, it's just going to be like oh well, they're they're lying about that, so we'll, they're probably lying about the specs that make the game look better. So let's just kind of pass on. Is everybody expecting it, or is it just you and Calc? It's me. I Scott, want it now. Scotchy, they can... <laughs> They're going to have an Oprah moment at E3. 
No, no way. That'd be fantastic. Everyone in the audience gets gets it under their their chair. Yeah, that audience is the 13% that they're saying is going to buy it. (laughs) Wait, we're included. Why aren't we there? Everybody like the bakery that just drove by? No. I thought thought, uh, thought your wife farted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Halo 5 microtransactions brought more money in six months than any previous Halo DLCs. Oh, so getting Calc. more racks than Halo Six. Calc, did you buy anything? Uh, I'm Halo. Is a microtransaction uh, Halo guy? Five? No, I didn't. I didn't buy anything. <laughs> Same with uh, Halo Wars Two. I didn't. I didn't pick up anything. But how about Age of Empires? Age of Empires, I did. Yes. <laughs> Just that one time, though. Don't get Scotchy started because he he still doesn't know how I get more stuff. I finally, I finally just made him emperor. I was like, if you're spending money, you get to be the emperor. <laughs> Screw this. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think it's a, it's kind of a formula that works. I mean, people really like to. I, I guess you could say it's pay to win, right? I mean, even though you're not really getting anything that give. No, it's not. I don't think it's yeah, pay you to don't win. Get any like yeah. advan- advantage. Advantage. Yeah, it's just skins and then. I know the the now defunct Fable Legends was going to be really big on these, you know, kind of skin packs and stuff like that too. Kel, just give it a rest. The game was not good. <laughs> it had potential, man. And Halo it Wars did two, not have potential. Halo Halo Wars Two has it, uh, and it seems to be a good formula. Too bad Fable Fitch or Calcoming, sorry, uh, never saw the light. I played that game, and Cup was like, "Man, this game is so good." I'm like, "This game." Sucks. Is that a, I don't get it moment? Yeah, it had a little I don't get it sprinkled in there. Yeah, in the beginning, and then it's like, this game sucks. It, it was very much like a Gears of War horde mode type of thing. Uh, no, it was nowhere near that. <laughs> Maybe if you were fighting toenails with, like, cap guns, then yeah. <laughs> was, there, was there a little God, bit they of, canceled uh, it. of all sprinkled in there, too? Uh... I think actually Evolve might have been better. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so it was like Fable Legends, then Evolve, and then a huge like Empire State building gap between every other okay. game. On we go. In Nintendo news. Uh, EA goes from cautious to bullish on Nintendo Switch support. Quote, we feel good about it. Uh, EA CEO Andrew Wilson said in a response. Quote, we have a tremendous relationship with Nintendo and have done for many, many years and have done for and have had for many, many years. His quote might be wrong. Uh, are excited by the fact. Wait a minute. Am I just. We have done. We have a tremendous relationship with Nintendo and have done for many years. Start over here. And are excited Burn. by the fact that they come out very strong and are bringing in a whole new player base. In the ecosystem. All right, so wait a minute. They're saying that they've had this relationship with Nintendo. Have you guys seen the games kind of being successes on the systems that they can kind of be making this clean? I think mm, there's really no. EA I think game this yet. is more of a hey, Nintendo's kicking ass selling the Switch, and we had a strong partnership with them, but we never really leveraged it, and now we're going to do something about it, which. I still called. I still. That's what I'm asking. BS. It doesn't seem like they've had. Yeah, exactly. I still call mm-hmm. BS. I don't know what kind of partnership or, you know, many many years they've had this. You know, 
Right, that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, that, that's why it doesn't make any sense. What did they do? Maybe have a Need for Speed game or something on one of the old Nintendos, but... Mm-hmm. Okay, it says, we continue to uh, be bullish on it and are looking at other titles uh, that we might bring. I think that's just everything now that they finally upgraded their uh, their uh, processor and graphics yeah, card. Right? They're, they're just trying to really get that those third-party games into it, but... Switch more so than yeah. just EA. And EA just likes expo- or expanding their um, user yeah, and base. I, I think that comment could possibly be a you know more of a hey, we're going to have EA Sports games because I know they're doing something special with FIFA. Uh, right. So I, I think it's yeah. I, I think they could be like, hey, we're going to give you all this third-party EA support, but it's going to be more on the game uh, sports side of things. I mean, you got the Joy Cons and the multiplayer capabilities of like putting what is it like multiple little screens down on the table and you can have like four eight person multiplayer uh, right now what about like uh you keep saying because i know you're you're trying to get some points for your uh your microsoft or your wii sports again um with like the basketball do you think they'll work a using the joy cons to do jump shots and stuff like yeah, that into i don't it? think basketball would ever really work emotion control <laughs> More of the, you know, table tennis, tennis, and baseball, baseball, golf, golf bowling, stuff like that. Um, All the things from the Wii exactly. Sports. That's why, that's one of my... You think they'll include them in these EA games? No, game, they won't in an EA game, but that's I'm still standing by that as one of my bold predictions. There'll be a... I gotcha, yeah, yeah, just a Wii Sports thing, I gotcha. All right, uh, though Wilson used the word continue in his response, Electronic Arts hasn't exactly been full... Uh, throated in its Switch support thus far. Back in November, EA CFO Blake Jorgensen said that the company was only planning a game or two for the Switch while expressing skepticism about the system's yeah, wider appeal. We just pretty much nailed it then with our conversation of, you know. I still don't believe the fact that they say that they've had a, for many, many years a relationship a tremendous relationship with Nintendo. Almost like just, their poli- it's like, it, unless it's just always been conversations at a bar whenever they have like a think D3. It's, it's like politician talk, man. You're doing <laughs> yeah, really, really exactly. good. And then the next week you're fired. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Yeah. It's, it's the old, you know, it's all bullshit. It's, you know, keep your enemies closer and it's your, you know, just come across and always look like you have a good relationship. You know, I don't think anybody wants to ever really burn a bridge. Especially now that the Switch is selling like gangbusters. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Our multi-platform news. Overwatch has now seen over 30 million players. Yeah, that's a horrible game. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why people are playing this game. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, yeah. Yeah, I think. We've, uh, we've been he's in front of that game a few yeah, times I think Pigeon's now. a full-on convert now, so. Yeah, yeah, seriously. He was, uh, he was a little tough of a sell in the beginning. Tough, not the crack, but. I'll tell you what, though, if you take uh, Soldier seventy six away from him, it could be a little, little painful. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, Blizzard announced that Overwatch is now seeing over thirty million players thanks to Pigeon. Uh, the team based shooter has added five million player er, people over the past three months since Overwatch passed twenty five million players back in January. Another, um, statistic I saw in a separate article somewhere was I think Overwatch has now become. Blizzard's seventh was this I don't maybe it was seventh franchise but or seventh game series to break the one billion dollar mark. 
That's crazy. They make good games, man. They take their time with them, but they make you know good games. And, and they roll their they roll their profit back into their company correctly. Like the team Yeah, my stock's teams doing good. that are building these games, not only building them, but the the volume of the teams that it takes to support these games is nothing mm-hmm. short of like a very big like Fortune 500 company. I mean the right. And again, my Activision Blizzard stocks. <laughs> yeah, right dude, I had them. I think I bought Activision like six or seven years ago, and I only held it for a year and sold it. I mean, I should have probably still held on to it. Yeah. All right. Uh, EA reckons forty percent of console game sales will be downloads by the end of twenty seventeen. Yeah, I think we uh, saw that come. Uh, Remember when we were talking about the uh, the one, or was it the one or the Scorpio not coming with a uh, DVD drive? Well, we were wondering if they were going to do it with Scorpio, but I mean, I, Microsoft had all these you know data points way back when they announced the one. I mean, I, they were trying to really push the trend of going all digital, and then they caught a lot of flack for it. But yeah, I I think it's not going to be too far off before we see uh, you know maybe north of sixty seventy percent of all games are going to be digital in the next. I think they're going to have to really cheapen uh, storage faster than they are. I think the two big obstacles are the storage and the cost, like you said, even though storage cost is relatively cheap. I mean, I I just... Unless they can get cloud service to work and then they can... I just saw a deal. You can get like a four terabyte for... uh, Oh, excuse me. You get a four terabyte now for like a hundred bucks. But I think the big big hurdle is if they can offer digital games at 10 or 15% less than the discs is mm-hmm. when it'll really catch on like wildfire. Right. I think, I think they'll, I think they will have a little incentive. I don't think it's going to be like 10 bucks. Maybe they'll sell the game for 55 or if they sell the full price, maybe you can get like a code for like an art book. Cause I think people really like. Yeah. The I was going to say pe- well, that and people, People like to really hold something too, so you know, like like pigeon. I'll give them something to hold. Yeah, I mean, maybe if may, but you get right into the whole cost and the overhead of a of an actual product. But I mean, maybe if it's a digital code in a package, like or like pigeon said, it's like accompanied with some kind of manual or art book. But it's it's still just yeah. a digital code. Um, maybe that cost more money to make maybe those color books. Just stamping this, the you know, Blu-rays, but. All right. Uh, Euro, the Eurogamer article states, uh, in a financial call last night, EA predicted the industry will end 2017, probably above 40% of full game downloads. <laughs> if correct, it means we're hurtling towards their magical 50% milestone. So uh, I don't know if At we the said end of 2017, they'll be 40%. Because right now, it's, what's it say? At ten percent? No, no, no. I, I put a note. Yeah. I put a note yeah, no. here thinking that how soon? But, uh, yeah, more of a question. Of a question but... of how soon until discs are only ten percent of sales anymore? But I, I would I would venture that's too big of a jump. I I think by twenty twenty sixty five to seventy percent of all game sales are digital. No, I think a lot of people still like to go to the brick and mortar. I mean, <laughs> if you look at it, the I don't know who talked about this before, but you don't have the light. You you don't. They can take the license away from you with a digital yeah, game. Yeah, you you. 
because you don't have the physical disc. If you have the physical disc, you have that disc. They can't take that license away from you. They can't take that game away from you. See, I know you like saying that they got the people like going to the brick and mortar, but I think it could almost turn into a situation where something like a GameStop or these Best Buys and stuff are going to get paid by the larger companies, the gaming companies, the gaming industry, the console companies as mm-hmm. advertisers without carrying the games in stock to push the digital sales, but still give customers a option to come to a physical location and either try them out on the TVs there, you know, or uh, just look at the things that way they can get the description off of the box that they didn't actually pick up and stuff that yeah. they want. Well, may- maybe it's, maybe it's just me, but I can't see, I think these companies can live without GameStop. I mean, they have their own, they have their own store or their own website. I They're, think th- Right, but you said they like going to the brick and mortar. I'm saying if they yeah, have the brick and like mortar store themselves, is... then yeah, you don't need the GameStop, but still having a, a physical GameStop store. GameStop is only surviving by its yes. trade-ins. And, and one of the right. things that came to, to light about GameStop and the brick and mortars was, like Pigeon just said, the, the game companies don't need GameStop in them. What they need GameStop for is for the hardware. So basically, when... Microsoft tried to do the all digital only on its launch and the blowback came from GameStop. They kind of, there were some leaks that came out that GameStop was like, well, if you're going to pull this on us, good luck trying to move units of your hardware. So you would basically have to force the hand of Microsoft to sell only at the Microsoft stores or online, kind of like they do with their Surface books. You know, where where the hell do you get, sir? I'm curious to know. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to know where the percentages lie of like Amazon or brick and mortar or just the yeah. websites for consoles only, not for, for th- just for games, I think but Amazon's for consoles. Amazon's probably kicking all their ass by now. So yeah, I, I think, heard a lot I think of the issues. Brick and mortars are making a lot of sales on their, um, their, uh, like the Funko pops and, um, uh, the memorabilia stuff. And I would, I'll, I'll go on record. I bet you by, by 2020 game stops out of business. They'll be the blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah, but I think their online presence will be strong. E3 prediction? Yeah, Yeah, three-year E3 prediction. (laughs) I hope not. There's a huge GameStop. uh, The headquarters are here in Texas. Jim's been applying ever since he moved there. They don't hire disabled people. Nah, dang. (laughs) All right. Your thoughts, bitch. Starts off. I'm going to have to go with Nay. Although, like like you said previously on Untapped, I... It's 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 okay. It's an okay beer. Mm-hmm. There's a weird taste, but I keep drinking it. You know, it's not a good taste. It's not a bad taste. It's a taste that like, okay, let me let me take that sip again. Like, okay, that's a weird taste, but I'll take another sip, and it's like a different taste every time. I don't know. That's the only way I can explain it. Like, I don't I don't like it. I don't hate it. So I wouldn't recommend it, but it's a unique taste that just keeps, keeps me back. keeps me uh, you know keeps me drinking. You know, I was gonna I was gonna make a dirty joke there, but I didn't. All right, Kyle, go ahead. All right, All the man so it's a yay for, oh, for me. You guys gave me shit last time for the hot dog. So you want the real food pairing? It's no. Nope. Did you look it up? So. Oh, wait, is this after your second beer or the water that you're drinking? Oh, I'm sorry. I could go for a Belgium waffle with whipped cream and peaches on it. Peaches and cream. Eating in the morning, you're a fiend. (laughs) 
Okay, are you eating it with uh, a fork and a knife, or are you just picking it up and just smothering your face with it? Lots of maple syrup. <laughs> maple mm. syrup, even though you have the yeah. cream on it. Hell yeah. You, you've never had waffles now, with wait a cream and syrup on it? Listen, Nickel, I had... I am the kind of... I am black at heart, okay? <laughs> I love chicken and waffle <laughs> home slice. We're going there. <laughs> I cannot. I can that and pizza. I can eat all time. All no, time. Not cock. What about if it was uh, Belgian waffle with peach vanilla ice cream? No, because you know what it is. It's, some, it's no, something. No, you need about, I could really go for the whipped cream, the waffle, and the syrup. The syrup, and I think the peaches would be a nice compliment. Canned peaches from Del Monte, (laughs) (laughs) fresh fruit. uh, What is it? uh, Fruit cocktail (laughs) and and fruit and fruit syrup or water syrup. All right, (laughs) myself, I'm a yay as well. This uh, IPA still still treat me nice. All right, uh, let's get our last refill of the show, and we'll be back with the brown breeze. For more from the Loda Couch, check us out on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Hey, if you like me, follow me on Twitch and Twitter at Pigeon Pegler. Yeah! <laughs> What's going on, guys? This is Cataclysmic Doom. Make sure to check me out on Twitch and Twitter at Cataclysmic Doom. Hey, this is Scotch Hound. If you want to hear more from me, you can check me out on Twitter at Scotch Hound underscore LC or on Twitch at Scotch Hound. And we're back to the Brown Breeze section of the show. And, uh, yeah. Chalk, what are you drinking? H2O <laughs> ham and water. <laughs> nice. <laughs> with the, <laughs> with the, the water that comes in the can can. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Spam juice. <laughs> ham garnish. Uh, Spam juice. Yeah, I'm still, uh, okay, nice cocktail still nursing that. the second bottle of that. Uh, Namaste white. Yeah, where is it? Right mm. Looks empty. <laughs> Looks like, like your first light, bottle. Like your All right, Paige, what are you drinking? Monster. Ooh. <laughs> no, it's not cold anymore. Yeah, it's warm. Um, I'm I'm still drinking that uh, Aventus, the wheat double block from Germany. 8.2% alcohol. All right, myself, I'm still on my uh, Lupulin River, my big bottle. Not that big, but it's big enough. All right. Uh, Diary of the Mouth. <laughs> A passenger who ordered a gluten-free breakfast on a nine-hour flight claims he was given a solitary banana, while other passengers tucked into sausage and eggs. <laughs> Wait, are eggs gluten-free? They gotta be, I don't right? Think there's gluten in eggs. The banana came with a sticker on it saying "GF" for <laughs> gluten-free, and was served to him with a packet containing a knife, fork, and salt. Quote, all of the passengers were served a full breakfast meal consisting of egg, sausage, mushrooms, bread, and yogurt. This was a nine-hour flight. Although definitely gluten-free, the banana did not keep me full for very long. Yeah, should have kept your mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. What is he, a, what is he, a fucking minion? Hey, you could have eaten the eggs, the mushroom, and the... Yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, eggs you know are gluten-free. It's, it's probably the, the yogurt? prepackaged setup mm-hmm. had the bread in it, and they probably treat it like an allergy where the, they're just like, well, he can't have that meal because it has right. bread in it. Yeah, it was touching. Nah, you know, it's just all individually wrapped. 
Dude, just just chance it. Eat the egg, and then it, you'll probably have to take a shit afterwards. It's worth right. it. It's worth it. (laughs) Mr. Bavalka said other passengers were laughing as he complained to the air hostess. This banana's not ripe. It's still brown. Can I get a second banana? Off the plane. Hopefully, it wasn't United. I should at least get three bananas. (laughs) Sir, we can give you a banana. I was going to say he should have just asked for some pretzels, but that has gluten in it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) They should have given him like seven cocktails after that and been like, shut your mouth. That probably has gluten in it, too. I need the organic vodka. <laughs> uh, games archivist and video game history foundation director Frank Capaldi noticed an unusual auction on eBay. The listing contained contained twenty unboxed copies of Top Gun for the NES, <laughs> two boxed copies, two Famicom copies, thirteen copies of Top Gun: The Second Mission, and <laughs> one copy of Top Gun. Combat zones for the PlayStation. Was this like somebody's like FAP collection or what? PlayStation 2. Okay, 2. Oh, all right. Yeah. It also included copies of the film on VHS and Laserdisc, as well as a handwritten letter from the buyer. Whatever it was, it was worth it because of the Laserdisc. (laughs) Quote This lot is a testimony to what depression will do to a man. The seller will, uh, will, Forgum, uh, wrote in the eBay listing, quote, I do not know why I did this. I don't even like Top Gun. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. So oh, then yeah, he goes on to quote, uh, your girlfriend cheats on you. And what do you what do you know? You suddenly own way too many copies of Top Gun. <laughs> what is the <laughs> correlation between being cheated on and um? Maybe Top Gun? A thing for uh, oh Tom Cruise or Kelly, what's her, Kelly McGinnis? McGillis? 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 Yeah. yeah, that's what it probably was, probably for that chick. His, his <laughs> girlfriend looked like her. I thought it was for the the, uh, the volleyball scene, yeah, but I could be man. wrong. Val Kilmer did look good in every time. Spike it, Goose! Spike it! <laughs> I got the need. Boy, See, we need the Kenny Loggins beat to come in over top here. This is where it comes in. While on the... <laughs> All right. Questions from what's, what's Highway to the Danger Zone. Danger Zone. <laughs> the Fern Thank Zone. You. you made my day. <laughs> All right. Questions from listeners. Our first question comes from at Ping Pong Punch. Well, you can reach us at thelotocouch at gmail.com. Also on Twitter at thelotocouch. On Facebook on, at what? Lotocouch? Yeah, at the Couch everywhere. Even on. At the Couch or at Couch. Either yeah, one. Either one and on our website, thelotocouch.com. Yes. If you want to send your own questions in. Please. These questions are the first one comes from at Ping Pong Punch. <laughs> I got on tons of first dates. I go on tons of first dates because, you know, I have low standards. So any woman is fine. But on these first dates. Yeah, I'm I'm a, you know. Chinatown, New Yorker. (laughs) I'm I'm an Italian. I'm an Italian living in Chinatown. Okay, sounds good. (laughs) But on these first dates, I guess the lady has standards and I never get a second date. Maybe because I have a hunking mole the size of an aardvark nose on my face. Or maybe I don't do enough to impress her. So I did some research and found that you can hire fake bad guys to pretend punch you 
or pretend punch at you, which allows you to beat them up uh, uh, to make you look even more manly. I got you. Wow. Okay. Maybe this is uh, the way to go to get a second date, or maybe I should see a dermatologist. <laughs> Do you have any mold? <laughs> okay. This question was all over. Kelk's uh, a redhead, so he probably has. I've a got a lot of them. moles, little sunspots everywhere with the freckles. Um, I got. Mm. I, I, What's the difference between sunspots and freckles? Well, sunspots can turn well, into cancer. Oh, do you have the old man freckles on your on your hand yet? Uh, I got a. He, he's looking. Got a couple big ones. <laughs> um, I do have a big mole under my. You, you have a bandaid on your hand yet? Mole. <laughs> you know you're old when you have a bandaid on your hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. On the back of your hand, right? Yep. You shut up. He oh, said, shit. wait, you have a mole in your armpit? Did you name it? No. Fred, <laughs> we Fred should Willard. have a contest. Name, <laughs> name uh, Celtic's uh, armpit mole. Nice. Let's, we gotta see, you got to send the picture out. Straight up that pic. Dude, how big is it? What is it, the it's size of your one. nose? Nice. It's, it's a big one. It looks like a hot pecker, dog. But it's, it's big. <laughs> oh, I bet. It's probably hairier than does, mine, too. Does it stick okay. off your body? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's probably hairier than my balls. Do I have any moles? Um, I had a huge birthmark on my leg, um, and I had it removed when I was 15, and I swear to God, the guy removed it. He was drunk. What did he do? I cut s- the skin off your ass and put it where your mole was? No, he cut it off, but the stitches were so uneven and so jacked up, and I was gushing blood even after the stitches. I don't know what Some the hell this guy did. In Camden. Yeah. yeah. Jeans hospital. In stitches. <laughs> and uh, do I have any moles? Yeah, I have one on my back. It, it grows one long hair every like three months. Are you going to uh, squinty eyes on purpose? I'm trying to think of my moles. Okay. I don't have any on my pecker or anything. This is, this is the drunken thinking face by Richard yeah. Pecker. <laughs> nice. Um. It's it's huge. Kelk's moles yeah. huge. Um, I got like a bunch of skin tags around my neck. Supposedly, uh, uh, nice. Uh, that's you know that's that fat neck that you get from drinking too much beer. Shut up, Richard. <laughs> uh, myself, yes, I do have some moles. Supposedly, Whisker said I have one kind of in the center of my back that I need to get checked out. I haven't gotten it checked out yet. I would approve it without a camera. Yeah. <laughs> but I also have uh, Jonas thinks it's the weirdest thing, and he, he tries to make wherever. He looks in his body. I have one that's kind of—I think it's on my side, like under my uh, chest a little bit. It's a triangle. It's like a, there's three of them, like really tight together. Third like nipple or shape. what? A mole or a beauty mark? Nah, maybe beauty marks. They're just like that dark brown. Like they, they're a little yeah. bit bigger than like a uh, freckle, but, but yeah. there's three but like a small my, triangle. My wife Jonas has a heart. A triangle on himself. Oh, really? Yeah, she has a heart on hers. Nice. Hard on uh, hers, huh? I like to. Uh, next question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, thank you for the question at Ping Pong Punch. All right, our next question comes from at Steven. Steve Seagal is left. No, Steven Seagal's left knuckle sandwich. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> okay. Now, how do you want me to do this one? Same as I did the last one. Yo, my boy yeah. and multi mega hit superstar. 
Yeah, my boy and multi-mega hit superstar and a seventh Dan black belt in Aikido. Steven Seagal is banned from entering Ukraine for five years because he poses a threat to national security. I totally agree with you, Ukraine, <laughs> because he is one one man wrecking crew. If you were Ukraine, how would you defend your country from his roundhouse kicks and up and counter punches? <laughs> eh, wrong. What uh? What was Seagal's one movie? <laughs> what was the one movie he had that was like? He always used to like. Like jack people up when they had a knife and like they like break their own hand. One big <laughs> famous movie where the, the chick jumped out of the cake naked or whatever. It's what? not under under siege uh, was one of them. Oh, that was the one the Baywatch, Baywatch chick, chick, wasn't it? Yeah, under siege. Yeah, yeah under siege, yeah. right? You're on a boat or yeah, something? It's like a destroyer yeah. or something. She came out. I'm on yeah, he was boat. uh the other movie he had was um it was like one of his first movies. Let's see. Navy SEAL 1 under siege. Uh, was it? And then, and, oh my gosh, it says here he accidentally broke actor Sean Connery's wrist during the production of Never Say Never Again because he was a martial arts instructor. Agent, what the fuck pictures did you put up here? I like <laughs> nice melon, Steve. I didn't do anything, dude. <laughs> oh, this was by By the way, eating a carrot. Left knuckle sandwich. Well, he's got melons in one. Where like, he's happy as Above shit. the law. Above the law. And then he's oh got a God. carrot. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but he's pissed off looking while he's eating this carrot. But he's happy as shit when he's holding the melons. That's actually a picture of him when he's with the president of like Belarus or something like that. <clears throat> in his geek? Damn, he's got some bright ass fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say he's got those. Uh, I'm I'm always hunting sunglasses on. <laughs> Orange tinted lenses on. I'm looking to kill somebody all the time. Oh my gosh! <laughs> all right. So what was this question? Um, if you were Ukraine, how would you defend your country from his roundhouse kicks Just and counter punches? Chuck Norris, The Rock, and my mom. <laughs> give him, give him more carrots, obviously. Seriously, look at no, give him watermelons. Well, he's happier with watermelons. <laughs> His hands will be full. He can't counter punch shit. Yeah. Nice. He can roundhouse kick, but he'd be unbalanced. The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, Deb Sully, <laughs> Chuck Norris. That's incredible. That is one hell of a killer team right there. I think that needs to be like a movie, like uh, Big Trouble in Little China 3 or something. I like right. how he hasn't, he hasn't made Three? it into the Expendables yet, has he? I don't I, think he's going no, to be. I think there was like conflict of him being in Expendables with somebody. And he was that every other actor didn't like him? Not every other. I think like, every other. dude ain't hardcore. <laughs> Terry you... Crews hates him. <laughs> All spies! Or he had to uh, go to, uh, you know, North Korea to settle some dispute. Oh my gosh, this, this guy. Him and Dennis Robin, I tell you. <laughs> all right thank you for the question oh what would i do to uh, keep him out of the ukraine if i was the ukraine um deb Sully, right yeah pretty much probably yeah, i was gonna say that or, or drop a moab on him quinn, quinn matt right now quinn all right thank you for the question at steven seagal's left knuckle sandwich all right our last question comes from at come girl you some come get you some oh there you go nice come get you some Come girl, you some. Yeah, come girl, you some. All right. Uh, and the question is, 
Fuck yeah, bro. Nice superset. Okay. Uh, I'm here. Mm, fucking shit. Dictating <laughs> this to you scrawny prepubescent shrimps. As I'm... Come on, bitch. Completing my bench press supersets. Turns out that sweating bad words or swearing bad words gives you a boost in strength. Dicks out for me. Dicks out for Harambe. That's why I'm straight anal raping this gym workout. You guys work out? What's the best you've ever oh benched? My God. <laughs> Except for Arambi. Except for Arambi. Nice. Uh, I don't work it anymore, though. No. no, I don't. Currently, no. I'm... I work on my right arm drinking beers. <laughs> I can't, because every time I start working out, I pull muscle in my back, and it just sets me back about four months. Every time I start working out, Microsoft comes out with something saying they're going to take the workout program. Nice, dude. Oh, Scott. Speaking of uh, since the Microsoft you have the Apple is the downfall to my my health. Speaking of uh, Apple, since you have the app, the Apple phone, download Adrian James Boot Camp. It's a free app. It's like eight bucks. It's free. Eight bucks. Eight free. bucks free. <laughs> yeah. Eight, bucks, eight bucks now. It's free. Okay. Do it. Adrian James. All right, right, so what, what, All right. So we don't work out. But what's the best you've ever benched? Cal, go ahead with your high school. <laughs> Numbers. Uh, two thirty-five. It was. We used to have competitions. It was uh, one was it? Yeah, I forget how it works. Uh, you could bench one twenty-five and get one point for every bench, or you could do two thirty-five and get two points for it. So, yeah, you. So you got what two points? Two thirty-five. I think ten or twelve times. What'd you max bench though? Oh, yeah, what, what's your max so, bench? Uh, just, just once. Oh, three three hundred. Probably over two forty five or two fifty. I mean, I weigh I weigh two fifty five now, and I can do about five push ups. So <laughs> you know. about a hundred pounds because you're kind of counterbalanced in your yeah, toes. Back so. in the day, it was probably close <laughs> to two forty two fifty. Pitch over yourself. I think the best I ever bench was bench was like 190, but I weighed 150, like 160 back then. That's so kind 30... of I think yeah. when I was in, at Rutgers, I was going real. I was going like three times a week, four times a week, eating like crazy. I did actually do. I was doing pretty well. Uh, I think I had 245s and 225s to so 245s on each side, and then 225s total with the bar. So that's no, no, no. It was 245s and 210s and then the bar. So, that's so 90, 20, 110. So you were doing like 160? No, 245s on each side. So it's 90. Yeah, 90, 90. plus 210s, you said. 90 right? and 90. You know, 245s 200, on each side. And then the bar oh, is 45. And, no, I couldn't have been doing 230, 245 then. Maybe it was one of those. Maybe it was a 45 bars. and a 35 or something like that. I can't remember. I was doing pretty decent, though, because there was uh, two bigger guys that lived across the hall from me kept me pushing me pretty hard. Yeah, but now you but have what, uh, a teen, teen chest now? I do. I, well, I've always had pretty teen chest. I could do as much bench pressing as I want to, and it didn't seem to do anything for me. I kind of got the Tom Cruise chest. That's when, he, that's when he was Looks in like the hunt for the ladies, He's man. He's trying to imp- impress the Looks ladies. Like, yeah. 
there's the there's really long pieces of salami that you can slap on your chest. You know what I mean? Fuck. <laughs> All right. Thank you for the question. At come get you some. Ah, uh, that's it. That's our last question. So uh, that's the show. Thanks for everybody for listening. As you guys said prior to our questions from listeners, if you want to be a question on our show or want to submit a question on our show, you can reach us at the little couch everywhere. Um, you can check out our uh, the loaded couch website. Uh, and you can reach Pigeon at Pigeon Peg Leg everywhere. Celtic Fox everywhere. on Twitter and Celtic Fox on Xbox only. Uh, but it's Celtic, Celtic underscore Fox on Beam. Oh, is it? Was Celtic Fox taken? Yeah, I tried I tried using the Microsoft account to sign in, and it was like and it gave me Celtic underscore Fox. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Damn. How to so maybe you already did it, but you know, forgot yeah, your password. But you can also yeah. find me on Twitter, like, Celtic Fox. Because no, no, it's weird. It's weird because I had pigeon underscore peg like. Yeah, I tried to change it. I tried like backing out the underscore, and it just wouldn't let me. So. Mm. Mm. And you can reach myself uh, at scotchhound underscore lc on Twitter, and at scotchhound I think pretty much all everywhere else. Nintendo, it's one H. I think everywhere else, it's two H's. Uh, so thanks everybody for listening. Uh, and like I said, if you have any questions, please send them out, tweet us out, uh, hit us up on the website, any of that stuff, and let us know what you think of us. If you don't want to send me the question, that's fine. Just let us know what you think. And uh, again, we're going to have some giveaways coming up real soon. I'll probably do something for like E3 and stuff, have a giveaway show if we get any yeah. feedback for it or any interest in it. So uh, keep your ears open, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks so much for coming and listening. Later. Later.